Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream And gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest fantasy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the stream scheme. We won't be talking about your superstars like your David Pasternak's or your JT Miller's here. No siree, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. The stream scheme is presented by the greatest fantasy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson. And we often refer to the toughest league in the world, the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League, a.k.a. the Cupful. Hopefully everyone is coming off a win, not me. My team teams have started to betray me, the guys aren't finishing their checks, lazy skating, you know, things of that sort. It's not good. I'm thinking about taking away the ping pong table in the locker room. Don't make me do it, guys. Don't make me take away the ping pong table. I like it as much as you guys do. I already removed a soft serve ice cream machine last week, but I will do it unless my guys show up this weekend. Rest assured, it is a tough week ahead. Streamers are few and far in between but never fear we are here with some primo streamos for you this week so that your team doesn't also have to take away the ping pong table but before we get into this week's picks we got to see how we did last week because not only do we got to see what to do with those guys going forward but more importantly we are all about accountability here at the stream scheme Alexander Kerfoot, our top pick of this past week, absolutely crushed it for us with four points in four games, outperforming his teammates like Tavares and Marner. And theoretically, you could have also dropped Kerfoot after Saturday to pick up someone else if you need a little bump on Sunday. But I think we're holding on to Kerfoot at this point if you do have room for him. He plays four times next week, albeit mainly on the busy days of Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and then also Sunday. So if he fits into your schedule on those busy days go for it but I wouldn't be mad at you if you dropped Kerfoot because at least as of last game he wasn't playing on the top six anymore Connor Sherry had a goal in three games so far and does have a game in hand today on Sunday as well so this one could turn into a win if he has a good game on Sunday but I will keep things fair and call this a loss for Sherry this week especially because he was our second overall pick of the week we just need a little bit more from you there brother the good news for everyone who picked up Sherry and rode with him throughout the whole week is that the Capitals actually have the best schedule of the week this upcoming week so I would actually still hang on to him and save yourself and add on a streamer for this next week. 
Kyler Yamamoto did not do a darn thing for us this past week. No points, barely any shots. Just insane how someone can be around such good players and so many points being scored and isn't able to cash in on it. Kind of reminds me of Kotkaniemi in that sense. So Yamamoto, you're officially on notice, buddy. You better not let me catch you walking around the mean streets of Pittsburgh, PA anytime soon, pal. Otherwise, I might just have to give you one swift punch to the stomach. Yamamoto can kiss off unless he has like a three-point game today on Sunday, in which case he gets a free pass on that old stomach punch. For now, at least, if he has that good game. But yeah, either way, you can drop Yamamoto after Sunday. Matchbox 20 frontman Rob Thomas. Look at how far we've come. Rob Thomas is back to good this week as he had four points in just three games so far this week with a game in hand today on Sunday as well. It's definitely not a mad season. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'll stop now. But yeah, Rob Thomas was great this week, but let's not get all bent out of shape here. Sorry, I can't help myself. Uh, he is a streamer at the end of the day. We appreciate the incredible streaming week rob thomas but i think at some point both headlining a worldwide tour and playing nearly every night in the nhl will catch up to him well that and st louis only plays three times next week on all the busy days so you can drop rob thomas at this point but let me just get in one more matchbox 20 reference here and i'll be done ah, come on all, all right fine fine mikhail Backland, not <laughs> Mikhail Granlund, like I said a few times last week. My apologies there. I had Granlund on the mind as he's been amazing the last two weeks. Backland, on the other hand, didn't do as good, although he didn't do bad either. Backland's right in the middle with one goal, seven shots, and six hits through three games this week and does have a game in hand today on Sunday. So this one is really still up in the air depending on what he does on Sunday. So I'll call this one a loss for now on Backland, but the Flames do have an okay schedule next week. They play four times, but it's on all the busy days plus Sunday. So I'm okay with dropping Backland at this point. Kale Clegg had quite a peculiar week for us. I mean, he did what we asked him to do, which was get two points in four games this week. So I've got to call this one a win for Clegg. But you can definitely drop him at this point as he is quite the opposite of a Perif's beast. He's a Perif's least. Am I right? <laughs> uh, I'll, sorry, I'll stop. If Clegg isn't getting you assist, he's completely fantasy irrelevant as he doesn't shoot, block, or hit, which is kind of weird for a defender. But anywho, thanks for a couple of points, Clegg. You can definitely send him back to Waiver Wire Island at this point, though. Johnny Marino had an okay week with an assist, five shots, three hits, and four blocks in three games so far this week with a game in hand today on Sunday. So that does average out to about three kickoff points a game, which is what we're always striving for for our defensive streamers. But this one's still up in the air because I was definitely looking for more perifs from Marino this week. And he only got 17 minutes of ice time in his last game, which is down 10 minutes from 27 minutes the game before. So that's why I don't want to just assume that Marino's going to have a good game of perifs on Sunday. So we'll see what happens with Marino this week, but you can definitely drop him going forward. 
Ryan Graves. This one's still up in the air as well. Graves was having a great week with an assist, five shots, four hits, and five blocks in his first two games of the week. Then he went and got injured in his game yesterday against Boston, although he was still having a bad game whenever he did get hurt in the third period, though. After the game, they said Graves might play today on Sunday, so we'll see. You guys know I always try to call it fair for wins and losses on the week, so how about this? If Graves doesn't play, I think this one is a push. If he does play, it comes down to it, you know? If he has a good game, that's a win for the week. A bad game is a loss for the week. I think that's fair. But yeah, either way, I think I'm actually going to hold on to Graves even after this week because I can put him in IR if he's hurt or I'm cool with carrying him because he's been great so far. Shallow League Streamer of the Week, Nico Heeshear, had a very good week for us with three points in three games so far this week with a game in hand today on Sunday as well. So that's an easy win here for Heeshear. The Devils do have a bad schedule next week, playing on the busy days of just Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So in a deeper league, I think I'd hold on to Heeshear, but in like a 10 or 12 team league, I think you can find a better option than Heeshear this week. And lastly, our ludicrous streamer of the week, Lazella. And where his teammate Connor Sherry fell short, our longtime pal, Lars Eller, came through with us with three points in three games so far this week with a game in hand today on Sunday as well. So just a great week overall for Ella. And same thing as I talked about with Sherry for next week. The Capitals have a great schedule once again this next week. So not only... Did Eller give you a great week this week? But he will definitely be a streamer for you next week as well without having to spend an ad on him. You love to see it. Just great stuff all around for one of our favorite players and definitely our favorite capital, Lazala. Overall, that's 5 for 8, which meets our 50% quota and brings us to 5-0 and on the year. Although, hopefully Graves, Marino, and Sherry all have good games, or even Backlund have good games to back that up to 8 out of 10, which would, or even 9 out of 10. 8 out of 10 would tie our record that we've hit a few times. I've never had 9 out of 10 in one day. One day, we will hit that ever-elusive all 10 streamer picks that hit for us if you've got a good idea what to call that please let me know i don't know like the stream dream or something like that but yeah it's probably not gonna happen this next week uh probably one of the toughest seasons of the year so far coming up this next week but you know what they say when the going gets tough let's double down and pick even more ludicrous streamers (laughs) so let's get to work But enough pitter-patter, let's get at her. Let's get to the schedules for the upcoming week, starting with Monday, November 15th, 2021. On Monday, we have four clubs playing, 24 clubs play on Tuesday, six clubs playing on Wednesday, 24 clubs playing on Thursday, four clubs play on Friday, 26 clubs play on Saturday, and 14 clubs playing on Sunday. So not a great week. We typically don't like to see the slow days be that slow. The only decent off day is Sunday, but that's about it. The best schedule of the week goes to the Washington Capitals. Yes, that is right. They've got another great schedule this week as the Capitals are one of only three teams this week that play four times with two off day games in there. And out of those three teams, they've got the best matchups 
playing the ducks, the kings, the sharks, and the kraken. And just like we talked earlier for Sherry and La Zella, I say hang on to them for this week as well if you have them and save yourself some ads. Some other teams that have good schedules this week are the New York Islanders, finally, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Those are the other two teams that play four times with two off day games this week. And we've also got the Seattle Kraken and the Vancouver Canucks that also have pretty good schedules as both those teams play three times, but all of those three games on the off days of Wednesday, Friday, Sunday this week. The worst schedule of the week goes to the Anaheim Ducks. Everyone's favorite off night team finally finds themselves with a bad schedule this week, only playing twice on the very busy days of Tuesday and Thursday this week. And they play the Caps and the Canes to boot. So from the Ducks, I'm holding on to the best player in the league, Troy Terry, in addition to Getzlaff, Fowler, and Henrique. Shattenkirk is right on the edge. I'll say hang on to him just because he's someone you can probably get good value on a trade just because defensive men are so valuable. But I'd say you can safely drop any other duck skater that I didn't mention just there. Some other teams that have bad schedules this week are the Boston Bruins and the Colorado Avalanche who each only have two games this week. But at least the Avs play on two slow days this week. So any fringe Avalanche that you have, I'd say maybe hang on to them through Friday if you could and then either pick up someone that fits in on Saturday Sunday or at least maybe just Sunday for the Bruins I don't know what to say I share your pain <laughs> my fellow Bruins managers it seems like every week they've had a bad week so far this year so hopefully that improves you know towards playoff time we will see but at least that means you probably shouldn't have to drop any fringe Bruins players just because I doubt many people are rostering them but yeah if you do have a Bruin that isn't on their top power play in Boston you should definitely drop them there's also a lot of teams that play three times on all the busy days this week of Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So if you do have a fringe guy on one of those teams that isn't going to start for you on those busy days, you know the drill. You have permission to drop them. And as always, if anyone ever has any questions about drops, ads, trades, whatever the case may be, feel free to shoot me a line on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme, and I'll usually give you a pretty quick reply. But without further ado, let's get to the picks of the week. Well, my top streamer forward pick of the week is a controversial one. He's someone you all know. In fact, he's the very first repeat streamer pick this year. Not only that, but he was a ludicrous streamer. Not only that, but he was one of the few ludicrous streamers who failed us this year. And he's continued to do bad. And so he's still a ludicrous streamer naturally. But now he's back as the number one overall streamer pick this week. Can you guess who it is? That's right. You guessed it. You are so smart. It's Zach Parise of the New York Islanders. Now listen, I don't want to pick Zach Parise as my top streamer pick. It's a disgusting act, but hear me out. Sometimes a guy just, you know, he ain't fit to be a fourth liner. You got to let a peacock spread its wings or its feathers or whatever the heck a peacock has. The point is the Islanders, at least as of their last practice, put Parise on their top line on Long Island with Barzell and Anders Lee. And as a coach who also needs to shake up his team to get some offensive production out of them, 
I love the move. I mean, he can't be worse than Josh Bailey, who wasn't doing a darn thing up there, so why not? And maybe that's where we went wrong with Parise last time as a streamer. You know, maybe Zach felt disrespected by being put as a ludicrous streamer last time, and that's why he underperformed that week. And if that is the case, hey, hand up, that's on me. And that's why we're atoning for that last pick by putting Parise as our top forward streamer pick this week and hey top line on a week when the islanders have one of the best schedules of the week they play four times with two off day games in there who knows maybe he'll score a hat trick on saturday whenever they open up that new arena it could happen shut up as i mentioned he's still only one percent rostered in yahoo leagues right now so pick up zach parise and please forward any and all complaints for when this pick bombs horribly to the fantasy hockey robot himself, Brian Com. My next two forward picks are a twofer. We're going with Alex Wenberg and Marcus Johansson of the Seattle Kraken. Now, these picks have some legit merit behind them. Wenberg has seven points in his last five games, playing around at least 19 minutes a night. And Marjo has three points in his last three games since his outjury and is playing around 17 minutes a night. If I had my choice between the two, I'm going with Wenberg, who is obviously more popular than Marjo at 8% rostered right now, whereas apparently no one had any idea Marcus Johansson was coming back from an injury because he is a ludicrous streamer right now at just 1% rostered. But yeah, good production, good ice time, good shots, even for Wenberg recently, which is surprising. The only other thing that we could possibly ask for is a good schedule, which they happen to have. The Seattle Kraken are one of only two teams who play three off-day games this week on Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, so you have to be willing to be patient for these picks to hit, but I still think it's worth making the investment to pick up Wenberg and Marjo early in the week for that schedule just because streamers are so hard to come by this week. So pick up Alex Wenberg and Marcus Johansson this week. My fourth forward streamer pick this week is Matthew Joseph of the Tampa Bay Lightning. This one is pretty straightforward. Let's add up the facts, shall we? The Lightning are one of the best teams in the league. Joseph is playing top six minutes on the Lightning with one of the hottest players in the league, Steven Stamkos. The Lightning have one of the best schedules of the week, being one of only three teams that play four times with two off day games. That's pretty much it and hey this is the same line of thinking that led us directly to hitting on Anthony Sorelli earlier in the year so get off my back I mean Sorelli actually isn't a bad choice either if he is available in your league at 30% rostered right now but for those of us who need to dig a little bit deeper to find streamers we will settle with Matthew Joseph this week who is only rostered in 1% of Yahoo leagues right now so pick up our third ludicrous streamer so far this week Matthew Joseph My fifth forward streamer pick this week is Tanner Pearson of the Vancouver Canucks. And shout out to Yakulev, who correctly forecasted this streamer pick in the Keeping Carlson Discord server yesterday. And I'm not above other people doing my work for me, so shout out to Yakulev. But actually, even after that prediction that he gave, the Canucks shook up their lines yesterday. So there was actually a couple different ways I could go with this pick because I did really want to get a Canuck forward as a streamer this week since the Canucks have one of the best schedules 
playing all three of their games on the off days of Wednesday, Friday, Sunday this week. There was Vasily Podkolzin, who's playing with Horvat and Garland. You could go with Jason Dickinson, who's playing with Pedersen and Besser. But I ultimately went with Tanner Pearson, who's right now skating with JT Miller and Niels Hoaglander. All of those guys are seeing about the same minutes, so I will go with Tanner Pearson, who I know will at least pepper the puck for us. And also, fun fact about the Canucks, they stink. A little insider info for you guys. That, you know, they stink comment actually comes from within the Vancouver Canucks locker room. So not a good vibe in Vancouver right now. I can't tell you who that quote comes from. We don't source shame here, but it is true. The Canucks are going to get worse before they get better, but hopefully they can at least score some goals for us this week and that Tanner Pearson can get in on some of those points. He's only rostered in just 2% of Yahoo leagues, so he's our fourth ludicrous streamer this week. Pick up Tanner Pearson. And also, if anyone else wants to give the stream scheme some more insider info, my DMs are always open. Moving over to defense, my top defensive streamer pick this week is Oliver Kylington of the Calgary Flames. There's no other way to put it. Kylington has been absolutely electric lately. Nine points in his last nine games for Kylington, despite playing less than 20 minutes a night and despite his incredible point production. He's not completely point dependent. Kylington shoots a decent bit and will occasionally get some blocks as well. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't pick Collington last week because his DUE was super low because of that point production. But at some point, you just got to be like, well, if I don't pick up this guy, I risk my own league becoming a clown league. So despite Collington being more than ready for a pointless week, we're still rolling with him this week. The Flames play four times this week on the busy days and Sunday. But you know, defensive streamers, they're easier to fit in on those busy days. And he's only rostered in just 8% of Yahoo leagues still. So if he is still there, prevent your league from becoming a clown league and pick up Oliver Kylington. My second defensive streamer pick this week is Dmitry Orlov of the Washington Capitals. And now, even though Orlov is our only capital this week, don't get it twisted, homie. The Capitals have one of the best schedules of the week. They play four times with two off-day games in there. Not only that, but Orlov has been hot as well with three points in his last three games, which... You know, for a defender playing less than 20 minutes a night kind of scares me, as what kind of mentioned with Kylington. But, I mean, the Caps play the Ducks, the Kings, the Sharks, and the Kraken this week. So I do think some points will be had this week for Washington. So hopefully Orlov can stumble upon a point or two this week while putting up decent perifs as well. His peripherals are off and on, which ain't great, but at least it's better than just always being off. You know what I mean? And I know I seem lukewarm on this pick, and that's because I am. I'm not going to lie. That's what happens when it's a tough streaming week, and I got to pick three defensive streamers every week. Sheesh, get off my back. But yeah, he's 21% rostered right now, which is kind of high just because the Caps do play today on Sunday, so everyone's trying to get that last day ad. But once he's available again on Tuesday, I would pick up Dmitry Orlov. <laughs> 
My third defensive streamer pick this week is Zach Bogosian of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now, there's a couple reasons for picking Bogosian here. He just returned from an injury that kept him out the last month, and in his first game, he got an assist, which is definitely a good sign. He also plays for the Lightning, who, as I mentioned, have a great schedule, and I think their team as a whole are going to eat this week. With all that said, there's one main reason why I'm picking Zach Bogosian. On his fantasy overview box thingy on Yahoo, it very specifically says that he, and I quote, Zach Bogosian has no real fantasy value. And don't you dare tell me someone doesn't have fantasy value, Mr. Anonymous Yahoo Fantasy Hockey Writer. You're the last person I'm going to take fantasy hockey advice from. The Yahoo writers who are telling me to start Clayton Keller over Pasternak. That's right, we're mainly streaming Zach Bogosian this week for good old spite. Nothing like a good old spite streamer, you know what I mean? It's been far too long. But yeah, he's rostered in zero percent of yahoo leagues right now so if you want to spite yahoo's crappy writers as well then ride with zach bogosian this week my shallow league streamer of the week is jordan eberly of the seattle kraken and i get why eberly isn't rostered in more leagues for a while i actually tried floating out eberly as trade bait myself because he was getting tons of ice time and he was shooting a fair bit he just wasn't getting any points and then he saw himself get bumped off the top line it was looking like it could potentially be dropsville for eberly so he was definitely dropsville in those shallow leagues well, fast forward a bit, and now Eberly has 10 points and 8 goals in his last 9 games. Pretty, 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 pretty good. And he's still shooting a bunch and getting lots of ice time, and he even throws in some hits and blocks every once in a while as well. He's suddenly like the third best guy on my crappy fantasy team, and on a week where the Kraken have a good schedule, he's a tremendous streamer for any league you can grab him off the wire in so if you're in a shallow league and he's available pick up jordan eberly and lastly for my ludicrous streamer of the week the official ludicrous streamer pick that is technically i think this is my fifth or sixth ludicrous streamer this week but either way it's freddie hockey that's right i'm going with frederick gaudreau of the minnesota wild and yeah i know minnesota doesn't have a great schedule but they do play four times and i'm gonna go ahead and assume that if you have to dive deep enough into the free agent pool that you have to sell on freddie gaudreau then i'm also gonna assume that you just have a streamer spot open and you can fit him in on those busy days okay and hey hear me out Gaudreau is averaging over 17 minutes of ice time on the season not bad right plus get this at least as of their last game Freddie Gaudreau was skating on a line between Kaprizov and our old pal Matt Zuccarello not bad at all so he's got volume this week he's got the ice time he's got the deployment crazier things have happened that's all i'm saying so if you're in a deep deep league and need to snag someone who is zero percent rostered in yahoo leagues right now then why not roll with freddie gaudreau this week so there we have it to recap our streamers for the week starting on monday november 15th 2021 are the following forward streamers Zach Parise, huh? huh? Alex Wenberg, Marcus Johansson, Matthew Joseph, and Tanner Pearson. Defensive streamers Oliver Kylington, Dmitry Orlov, and spite streamer Zach Pagosian. Our shallow league streamer of the week is Jordan Eberly, and our ludicrous streamer of the week is Freddie Hockey. 
Freddie Gaudreau. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Patron Discord server or on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme. And if you could leave us a positive review on iTunes, I will love you for the rest of time and space. Thank you everyone for listening and don't forget what the great Sergei Fedorov once said. The future belongs to those who believe in their streams. See ya!